everyone. I'm Carrington Anderson. And I'm Laura Lee Harris. Welcome to the Chamber Beat Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your favorite platform, so make sure to follow and subscribe to receive notifications when we release our weekly episode. We will inform our members of the inner workings of Capitol Hill with updates on legislation tracked by the Chamber. Also, we will hear from legislators and decision makers who serve to make Tennessee an even better state to live and do business. Last week, we talked about how excited I was that the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Go Birds! Watch them this weekend. Uh, but last night, Laura Lee had her dreams crushed as the Vols lost to Vanderbilt. How's that feel? Yeah, it was a sad night at Memorial Gymnasium for me. Um, I was actually getting to sit front row and watch the the Vols lose to Vanderbilt, but very excited for them. It was an exciting game, but man, I'm sad. It was a tough loss. But anyhow, um, we'll just get right into it. Monday night was the state of the state where Governor Lee released his priorities for this legislative session. Among the announcements were many initiatives the chamber has long been working on. We're excited to have with us today a very special guest, Commissioner of Finance and Administration Jim Bryson. Commissioner and his team have put in such hard work with this well-rounded budget, and we are excited for you all to hear from him. Commissioner Bryson, thank you so much for being here. Um, I just want to say how appreciative we are of all the pro-business incentives that were mentioned in the budget and how we constantly hear from businesses. That's not only the reason that they come to Tennessee, but it's the reason why they stay in Tennessee and expand their operations here. Well, thank you. It's a real pleasure to be with you today. Um, as a as a businessman myself, it's, uh, what you all do is really important for our state. So thank you for inviting me to be here. Great. It's uh, definitely been a thoughtful budget and we appreciate all the hard work you all put into it so thank well, you thank you we've got a great staff just some amazing people <laughs> all right well i'll just get straight into it so governor lee has focused on making tennessee the top state in the nation for business and economic growth the current budget is impressive and it includes a number of investments can you outline the most important topics that you and the governor believe will achieve this goal well, there's so much in this budget. As you mentioned, it is a really well-rounded budget. There is a, There are a lot of initiatives. I'll just name a couple of them just to, uh, uh, for the sake of time. I think the governor took about 45 minutes beginning to out- outline them, and I won't do that. Uh, the first, I think, that people will want to know about is the transportation initiative. The governor is recommending uh, $3.3 billion. That's with a B, which is the biggest investment we've ever had in our road system. About $3 billion of that is going to go to our state roads all across the state from one corner to the other, particularly to reduce congestion in our urban areas and also to provide more, oper- more, um, uh, more, more lanes and more roads in some of our urban areas, I mean our rural areas where we don't have, where we just, the roads haven't been changed in 50 years. So $3 billion will get that started. Uh, there's about $300 million in this budget that will go to the counties to help with our county roads because those people need, um, our counties need help as well. So we're going to continue to do that. Uh, that's about 10 times what our normal um, a normal amount to give to the counties is. There's also a big, um, I'm a big fan of the conservation effort in this, in this budget. And I think the governor was very um, interested in uh, making a strong conservation push. He, he loves our state parks, he loves the outdoors, and he wants to make sure that we balance Tennessee's economic prosperity with our quality of life and that our quality of life stays incredibly high. You mentioned people come moving to Tennessee. One of the reasons is the economic opportunities, but the other reason is we have an incredibly high quality of life and the outdoors are part of that. So the conservation initiatives is very important. And then finally, 
A lot of your members, I think, will be very interested in the tax relief opportunities here. There's a lot of opportunities for small business tax relief, particularly. I think the governor really wanted to show um, um, the what, how to support small businesses, especially some of our smallest businesses, by by making uh, raising the thresholds when people have to start paying taxes. Some of our smaller businesses will not even have to pay uh, some of these taxes, which is going to help them. You know, I think of people like um, you know landscapers or others that you know a lot of times I've been in business. I know it's hard sometimes to navigate what businesses you have to pay and when, especially when you can't afford to hire an accountant to do this for you. And so this is going to be very, very helpful uh, to kind of create a large deductible for small businesses. That's great. Um, yeah. So you have an impressive resume, both in terms of your service as a state senator, a deputy commissioner at a major state department, and perhaps most significantly for the chamber, you've been an executive at a private business that includes managing an operation. As the commissioner of FNA, please give us insight as to why you are passionate about this budget and how it relates to businesses across our state. Yeah, well, I appreciate that question because I think it really does. As I mentioned just a minute ago, you know, the building of an economy or an economic powerhouse like Tennessee really is, you have to have both things in play. You've got to have really strong economics, but you also have to have a really strong quality of life because people aren't going to stay in a place if they don't like it there. And so you've got to have both. I think what I mentioned before about the taxes, I think is really going to help small businesses, but there's also an element of the tax code that is going to help large businesses as well. Um, we have, we're, ch we're going to be changing over to what is called a single sales factor method for for how we calculate uh, our business taxes. And what that does is it simplifies the tax development because it because you pay taxes based on the percentage of your sales in Tennessee. What that's going to do is it's going to relieve some of our Tennessee businesses of, of some tax burden. Um, and it's going to create some of those businesses who are, who are based out of state but sell a lot in Tennessee. It's going to ask them to pay their fair share on that. So that's going to be very helpful, I think, for Tennessee businesses. And, and it's going to help us to be more competitive because that is the system that is used by um, most of the states in the country. And so we're going to be caught up with them. It's going to be a simpler system, and it's going to it's going to remove a disincentive for investing in Tennessee because now people will be more incentivized to to put plants here uh, and equipment here. Also, we're going to we're going to have bonus depreciation, which is going to allow people to depreciate their assets faster, which is also going to incentivize them to put their assets here and move their businesses here. And so we're really excited about that. Um, many economists project a recession on the horizon. However, Tennessee has taken the lead when it comes to maintaining a business-friendly and fiscally responsible state. How do you believe this budget prepares for or gets Tennessee through this situation? You know, we've done a lot of work to try to make sure in this budget that we that we don't overspend. I mean, this budget is big. There's a lot in it, but it is in it, but it doesn't. It doesn't overreach. It's it stays. It kind of stays within itself, so to speak. Matter of fact, we do a lot of things in this budget to set us ourselves up for success. Uh, we don't spend everything, one, but also, um, you know, there's no new debt in this budget. So there's there's also no fiscal cliffs. And what that means is we're not setting up a program that's going to last for ten years, but only giving it five years of funding. Right. So we're not setting anything else up like that. So there's there's no fiscal cliffs. We are reducing our liabilities by $550 million, uh, which is a significant reduction in like in our um, retire, uh, 
employee retirement liability and in some of our what we call a post-employment benefit liability. So we're doing that. And then we are finally, we are putting $250 million into our rainy day fund. And what and that will raise it to 9.1% of our total state revenues. That is um, well above the 8% statutory target for that fund. So we are in great shape with our rainy day fund to be in a, to be able to weather the recession ahead. Yeah, I think that's why Tennessee leads for sure. All of those reasons you said. Yeah. So moving into workforce, workforce and economic development are key to our continued growth. Can you talk about how this proposed budget enhances those efforts that are important to the business community? Yeah, you know, absolutely. We have um, we've continued to fund the uh, Economic Community Development Department of Economic Community Development. Their fast track funds are getting significant <laughs> funding. Uh, we're continuing to invest in how do we grow our state through all. Of, you know, when you really when you when you look at the budget, as I mentioned, it's economic, it's quality of life. So the whole budget actually is is building a foundation for for businesses and for economic growth. Uh, but really, you know, specifically investing in, in our ECD economic community development and ways to to incentivize companies to come here to hire Tennesseans and to grow to grow our economy. And we also have a new uh, kind of an interesting new initiative that I think is going to be a lot of fun to to follow. And and that is we've got a, a fifty million dollar initiative to uh, build an ecosystem of nuclear supply chain uh, companies around using kind of the base of Oak Ridge, which is one of the the most advanced nuclear research facilities in the world, using that as a um, way to build this ecosystem in Tennessee. There is, um, as the governor said the other day, there's there's no energy policy going forward that doesn't include nuclear. So it is going to be a part of our of our future. We just the question is just exactly how, and if we can, if we so if it's it this is a part of making Tennessee ready for the future. And so we're excited about that. In addition to all the things that we continually do, Tennessee is on an economic roll. Um, you know, there is. Um, uh, my wife is so excited that In-N-Out Burger is coming. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so we're having a lot of fun with that. But but and, but just as an example, the governor tells the story, and this is what's happening in Tennessee because of all the smart um, economic development work and the way and the quality of life here. What's happening? He tells the story of walking in. You know, he went to California to uh, visit with In-N-Out Burger, and he walks in ready to make his pitch to get them to to move to put an office here. And he sits down. The first thing they say is, we're coming to Tennessee. And that. it's because they already know about Tennessee and they know about what a great environment that we have for their business. And we're going to continue to build that great environment. That's awesome. Well, with all this growth, we certainly need a workforce to support it. And businesses consistently mention not only the lack of available workers, but the lack of skilled workers. And during Governor Lee's tenure, he has placed great priority in improving opportunities for career and technical um, education, and he's certainly passionate about that. But tell us about some of the investments in TCATs in the proposed budget. Well, we're really, he is very excited about TCATs, as we all are. Um, you know, the governor comes out of, a, out of a business where he employed something like 1,500 people who um, m- most of them are uh, people without college degrees or people that went to a TCAT or some other trainings training school and making a great living and having a high quality of life. And he sees that he, he feels like a lot of times we haven't really paid attention to that in Tennessee with our emphasis on university education, not to de-emphasize university education at all. We need to continue to have that. His point is we need to make sure that we have the right education for the right, for the right, uh, graduates and students. And so that's what the TCATs are about. So um, we are actually this year in this budget putting about $1 billion toward completing the TCAT 
master plan. TCAT put together a master plan that basically said, this is what we need in this state if we're going to promote, if we're going to graduate 10,000 students every year out of TCATs and meet the needs that are already there. We have a waiting list now for students. So uh, they put this plan together and the governor said, let's fund it, let's get it done. And so we have completely funded it. Uh, a lot of it will be rebuilding old TCATs because a lot of them were built in the 60s and 70s, but there will be at least six new locations for TCATs and um, and even those that aren't new locations will be better equipped for the modern workforce. Um, not only are the buildings uh, running kind of old, but they're not they're not the type of buildings, the type of facilities we need for a, to train a modern workforce. So we're going to modernize our TCATs as well. Yeah. We're so excited to be a part of that. And this must be one of the largest investments in TCATs ever, right? I'm, I don't know that for sure, but I'm pretty confident that's correct yeah. because it is a huge investment. It, most of the time um, in the past, the state has never been able to invest a billion dollars in anything in any one year. And this year we're investing it in two different areas, in wow. transportation and in, um, and in our TCATs. Wow. So regarding the conservation initiatives mentioned in the state of the state and what you've talk, kind of talked about earlier, the Tennessee Chamber and business community are passionate about conserving our beautiful state, which you understand from your job as a deputy commissioner at TDEC. Can you tell us about a number of those initiatives, including the Brownfield Redevelopment Initiative? Yeah, I'm very excited about this, and so is the governor. Um, the uh, the the Brownfield Initiative, particularly, is part of a part of a package of environmental cleanup opportunities that we have. You know, we we have beautiful places in our state, and I'll talk about that in a moment. I think everybody understands about Tennessee's beauty, whether you're you know in uh, Roan Mountain and in uh, East Tennessee, or whether you're at uh, Real Foot Lake in West Tennessee. Just amazing state, just an amazing, beautiful state. But we have a lot of places um, where we have browns fields, we have, uh, and, and dry cleaner sites that need to be cleaned up. And we also have these state Superfund sites that need to be cleaned up. So this is a plan to basically clean up and or, and or incentivize uh, the private sector to clean up, clean up these places so that we can begin to, and so that we can make um, two things. First of all, we can, we can make some of those places that need to be cleaned up more beautiful, but also we can reactivate them for economic, for economic use. So some of these brownfields used to be used in the economic way for a labor business of some kind, uh, and they were economic uh, producers, and but now they're not. They're just they're just ugly places. And so what uh, what this what this budget will do is incentivize uh, businesses to come back to those places, clean them up, and make them productive again. Super cool. Well, this is probably the most robust and sweeping package we have seen from Governor Lee during his time as governor. There really are a lot of priorities important to so many Tennesseans. And are there any comments you want to make for you or the governor on this package that is so well-rounded? And are there any that you are uh, in particular proud of? Well, there's so many. Um, there's a lot of things here. Let me just kind of hit a couple of highlights. I am really proud of the, of the tax package that we had because it really, I think, impacts every Tennessean. It's not just one group or another group. We talked a little bit about the business taxes a minute ago, but there's also um, there's also a grocery tax, uh, three months of grocery tax um, uh, repealed or free grocery tax, essentially, that will that will be returned three hundred million dollars back to Tennesseans. So I'm pretty pretty excited about that. I think that could be really good. Um, there's also um, a lot here in for um, for really improving our health care 
for moms and babies and pregnant mothers, pregnant, pregnant women, mothers and babies. Um, and there's a lot of places, whether it's for low income moms with 10 care or whether it's um, whether it's in foster care and adoption or just in health accessibility where we need to improve as a state. And I think this budget does a really good job of making a down payment on making those improvements. Uh, there's, it's very broad based and it, and it will, it will impact a lot of people. I'm also really pleased with the balance in this between economic uh, development and the outdoor and, and improving our outdoor heritage. I think there's a really good balance there that will serve our state really well going forward. And then we talked a lot about just the fact that we're putting money aside to be able to make sure that in the future that we have, that we're in a strong financial position because we believe there's probably a recession coming. That's what the, and at, at, at least a slowdown, the economists are telling us that. And we're prepared because we have, we've got a good budget that doesn't overspend and we put money back for the future. That's great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and being featured on our Chamber Beat podcast. But well, it's a real pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity and thank you for what you all do for the, for the business community and the whole state of Tennessee. Yeah. We appreciate all of your hard work on this. Thanks. Thanks.